Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations, the show where we ask children quick, fun, and thought-provoking questions to develop their creativity, critical thinking, and many other key skills in just a few minutes every day. Hi, my name's Kevin, founder of Kid Coach and dad of two kids. As a parent, I was always wondering if I was doing enough with my children. So I started writing questions for them that were quick and fun to talk about, but also built key 21st century skills I knew they would need. When I shared the questions with other parents, they loved how it launched more meaningful conversations at home and the Kid Coach app was born. Turns out that this approach is perfect for parents of six to 12 year olds who want to be more hands-on in their children's development and for those seeking conversations to get their kids talking and thinking, but who only have five minutes a day to do so. So if that's you, then stay tuned because you're about to hear exactly how it works. In these episodes, my team and I will be asking lots of different children questions straight from the Kid Coach app, and you'll see how we can build the skills that matter the most simply through conversation. This week, we spoke with Simran, age nine, about life on other planets and if aliens existed or not. We decided in the end that they did, but maybe not in the way we typically imagine. Have a listen to Simran's thoughts. Simran, my question for you today is, do you think there is life on other planets? Yes. And why do you think that? Because, because sometimes when I, I think, and I think when some astronauts go in space sometimes, they discover new planets like Mars and things, Venus. Mm-hmm. And um, it's like, just like the planet Earth, but with not hu- human people, with like creatures and things. And you think there are people like humans, like alien people who are super smart, like us? No. Oh. I think creatures like well not kind of like an alien like something like a dormouse with horns <laughs> a dormouse with horns <laughs> yeah that's what i think okay uh, describe this creature so if i'm an astronaut and i land on a planet and i step out of my space suit and i look down what what is this creature look like what color is it is it fluffy what, what how big is it uh, it's about 50 centimetres, 50 centimetres tall. Uh, it's brown and it has white, huge horns. If I was an astronaut, I'd be very scared of that. That sounds terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think there's lots of different kind of uh, creatures and different species on these planets? Do you think it's like a, a little ecosystem? Yeah. Ah. Do you think that people have discovered those yet then? Do you think some astronauts have found them and not told us? Probably. Oh, interesting. That's a conspiracy theory. So why do you think they wouldn't tell us about these new creatures? Because probably they want to when when there's like a 
film or like an episode of them going into space next time they go, they would show it to us on the screen instead of showing us a real life scattering around. You think it's about information delivery? You think they want to tell us properly rather than let it kind of be little leaks and secrets? Yes, and also I think they discovered like new like plants and things because um when I went on holiday um like a few weeks ago when I came back um an astronaut I met an astronaut astronaut and um he told me he dis- they him and his partners discovered lots of new things like plants and Oh wow! And on the moon. That's incredible. That that sounds amazing. I I've I've met an astronaut once when I was very young, uh, but he was only just floating around in space. Uh, <laughs> so these these new plants and stuff in space—they're telling us about. Does that make you uh, think there are also? Um, I met Ken Cameron. That oh right okay. How was it? It was really fun. Because it was my birthday, because we went on holiday, he signed a photo of him and gave it to me. Well, that's very nice of him. Mm-hmm. So they, they, they found other plants and stuff. Is that why you think there are creatures out there as well? Yeah, so they find different like kinds of plants and things. I think they discover new creatures as well. Right. Okay. So, it's if there is life in plants, there can also be life as creatures. Okay. I want to ask you about perspective then. So, if you think there's life in other worlds, and these astronauts think there probably is as well, what about say uh, a priest who thinks that the only people that are made are people that say God made humans? What do you think they would say? Dormouse something raw something. I'm sorry, what was that? <laughs> I don't know. I think it, like Dormouse or whatever the creature is rules their own planet. Ah. So their you... own like god or thing. Right. Okay. Okay. They have their own kind of little system up there. Yeah. So what if so there is life on the planets, if we find out there is, and everyone is told by the space people. How do you think that would affect us? What do you think people would do if people found out there were these, you know, big horned dormouse creatures living on other planets and they could survive? What do you think we would do? Uh, we would attack them or they would just... I don't know, steal whatever we have in our Earth world thingy. Why do you think we would attack them? That sounds that sounds like a bad idea to me. To just attack <laughs> them out of nowhere. No, like if they come to our planet, we would attack them in their planet. Like we would go to space in astronaut suit and attack them in their own planet. Okay. Do you think we would try and you know be friends with them or do you think we'd always immediately attack 
we'd be friends, but if we didn't know any of them, then we would attack. How do you think we would learn about them? How do you think we should? If we found out there was alien life, what do we do? Like, what's our first step? Our first step is first be go to the planet and then we see them, which is second step. And then the third step is if we didn't know them, then and they came to us and attacked, we would attack back. Do you think there's something we can do to try and learn about them, to know them? So if we see them, do we try and talk to them first or do we just leave them alone? We talk to them first. And do you think we could be friends? Do you think we could learn from them and teach them how to be friends with us? Yes, but if they don't understand, they would come to us immediately and start attacking. It's, it's difficult, isn't it, to be able to work out how you would talk to them? What if they didn't speak our language as well? How would we communicate o- with Only them? if someone from Earth, could, like some people from Earth, could speak like lobster or something. <laughs> and maybe or they'd be able to speak to them. Or dormouse. What if, what if no one could speak their language? What if we completely couldn't speak? How do you think we would try and make friends with them if we couldn't speak to them? Um, then before we go, we make this, like, invention to turn an animal. So you put this, like, green thing on it, and the creature, it's like a speaker. And when they speak in their language, when he speaks to us, it comes out in our language, in English. Ah, uh, he'll translate a box. Yeah. Ah, okay. That'll be that'll be really useful, actually. Uh, it might help us be able to be friends with them, which would be good because we don't want to. We don't want to have a fight if we don't need to. Mm-hmm. Do you think we might be able to go and live on their planet if we were friends as well, like live with the Dormouse people? Yes. Or you could like, 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 um. So from the earth to whatever planet they live on then it'd be easy because then you you can just float around in space or you could live on their planet or they can live on our planet and what do you think life would look like on an alien planet with all these new aliens what do you think we would do mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what you mean. So if if we landed on this planet to go move there, to go live with the uh, the Dormouse people, what do you think it would be like? Would it be very similar to Earth? Would we all live in, like, Dormouse holes? It, it would be weird because, like, we have, like, houses and they have, like, big little caves to mm-hmm. live in each fam- Dormouse family. And um, it'd be hard because you wouldn't have, like, your kitchen to cook food and, and you wouldn't have any food, so you would have to go find food on their planet. So you'd have to forage. Would we also live in their little dormouse caves? Or would we have to like, build our own houses? Uh, no, like, because it's on, like, 
I would say I'd be on Mars, I think. Mm-hmm. Or the moon, it'd be hard because they wouldn't ha- build houses. They To make their little caves, they would have to, like, be more like moles, moles mm-hmm. and, like, um, get the type of dust and sand together like a hill, like you do a sand. Okay. It, it sounds like it would be very strange to live with the uh, the Dormouse people, to be honest. If if you were offered, if they said, we found an alien species and they're very friendly, would you choose to go and live with them? Yes. And why would you choose that? To see how life is being with Dormouses. And then if... Uh, if I like it there, then I could ask, like, or I could send a postcard to Earth through space and, like, and tell my friends and stuff. It's enjoyable here. Come see thingy. So you might be the first ever uh, Dormouse Planet alien colonising astronaut. <laughs> yes. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today. If you enjoyed this podcast and found it helpful, consider taking a minute to leave us a review. We want to help to inspire as many parents as possible to have these kind of meaningful chats with their kids, and it would mean the world to us if you could give us some feedback. If you could give us a thumbs up or a comment wherever you normally find your podcasts, it'll help us reach more people and improve the show going forward. Thank you for listening.